So match day live extra after the final home game of the season. Wolves drawing with Everton 1-1 at the end of this game. The end of season awards are taking place on the field down in front of us. We will let you know what happens with that as the Wolves players have stayed out on the touchline. The Wolves women are going to join us as they carry with them the County Cup that they won here at Molyneux last week, two weeks ago. Wonderful performance, wonderful season again. Only missed out on the title by goal difference. They head out and make their way towards the centre circle. Same majority of the Wolves players are down on the side of the field. Yeri Mina makes his way down the tunnel, the last Everton player to depart. I'm Mikey Burrows, Andy Thompson and Lee Naylor watch this game alongside me. We'll have some reaction to the match as we go along here. With Wolves women in the centre circle. So the men will go and join the women in the centre circle. Second year in a row it's been done like this. Ruben Neves leads his team back onto the field. Healthy amount of supporters have stayed. So the men's team join the women's team in the centre circle. Why isn't Adama going to There's in discussion with a few people. I think he was supposed to do media, maybe. He wants to go back out there and join his teammates. Let's join Gemma Frith. AKA Tomo's mate is out there. Ooh, bully man. Free food cruises out here. VP, mate, VP. The award today is Women's First Team Players Player of the Season 2022 23. And the winner, as voted for by their fellow teammates, is Anna Morfitt. So, Anna Morfitt is the player of the season for Wolves Women, central defender. Amazing left foot on her, takes free kicks, penalties, swings in an incredible corner that is a real threat. Another excellent campaign. Congratulations, Anna. Moving on to our men's first team's players player of the season 2022-23. And the winner is, as voted for by their teammates, our captain Ruben Neves. So Ruben Neves wins the Players' Player Award, voted for by his teammates. The captain, who's led the way all campaign.
James Collins spoke very movingly on Wolves Weekly recently about the steps that Neves took in that period when Steve Davis and James Collins were in charge to try and help turn things around. Well, he's been an outstanding player for us, hasn't he? Was it six years he's been out? Is that how long it's been? Yeah, six years he's been out. And the winner is, as chosen by you, the fans, for her goal against Northampton Town, is Tammy George! Tammy George wins the Wolves Women Goal of the Season. her award from Steve Ball goals being shown on the big screen and she scored from just about the edge of the centre circle lobbing the keeper did exactly the same thing last year against West Brom it's always like to point out of course is that when I put a bit of extra pressure on the Colts to win against West Brom Mateus Nunes goal of the season no doubt, isn't it? What a strike. Great strike. No keeper in the world would have saved that. So, uh, looking to sit down and have a chat with Mateus Nunes this week. You'll hear that on Wolves Radio and via our podcast services at wherever you get your podcasts from. During the summer, talked about the moment when he hit that ball. Now he'd been practicing it in training and it never actually worked. Tammy George! Tammy George, the Wolves women player of the season, just picked up the goal of the year award. It's a double for Tammy George. Congratulations, Tammy. Two awards take home for the And finally, our men's first team supporters player of the season 2022-23. And the winner, as voted for by you, is once again our captain, Ruben Neves! Who else could it be? Captain, leader, legend is a moniker that's been used by many clubs for many different players down the years. It feels fitting for the contribution of that man, Ruben Neves. Grabbed this club by the scruff of the neck this season, drove his teammates on, led them to safety. And the players will go on a lap of appreciation now as Gemma Frith wraps up the awards. Um, Ruben Neves, Player of the Year, yeah. had to be really, didn't it? Yeah, of course he did. So, like, um, I think the last two or three years has been outstanding for us with the way that he's played, the way he's conducted himself around the pitch and in the club as well. So it just shows you the quality that he's going to look. Say, I know it's all rumoured about him leaving this year. Henry Tars, so like you heard what it meant to the fans. Uh, and I'll just wish him all the luck, uh, the luck and the best wishes if he does leave. Yeah, I mean, to, to keep that mentality through the seasons, when you're being linked with every big gun in the world, your Barcelonas, your Man United, your Liverpools, 
to keep your head and to keep those performances playing for your team uh, is just credit to him. I say James Collins said that he would. He went and had a meeting with Steve Davis and James Collins when they took over from Bruno Large and basically said, what can I do? How can I help? And they had regular meetings during that period because he, of course, leader of the dressing room. Yeah. W- with Connor Cody you know, moving to Everton on loan to start of the season, that armband was handed to Ruben and said, yeah. not only do you have to lead the team on the pitch, you have to be the leader off it. Yeah. And, and in that sense... He has been a success in that role as well. Well, things though, he's, he's led by example, isn't he? The way that he plays uh, and the way his attitude is on, on and off the pitch. And look, you can see that he, he's 100% every game, the way that he works tirelessly for, he, for his teams. Um, and also, as well, don't forget the amount of ability that he's got as well. Wide range of passing. Um, he works up and down, box to box. Uh, and I think that's one of the things that he has added to his game more so is in the last um, two years or so is that he can get more mobile on the pitch and he's done that because he needed to so look look, you wish him all the best in whatever uh, happens with his career now to have that at such a young age as well though cause you, you don't normally find that until you get like late 20s 28, 29 you, to get that mentality to to have that in the dressing room and he had that at a young age and he's, yeah, he that's, that's not that's not you because uh, he's still 26 isn't he he's only 26 but it's not, it's not just that, is it? It's, look, we know he, we knew he came with that pedigree. He was the youngest captain in the Champions League in Porto's history. But it's the way I think that he integrated himself into life in Wolverhampton. That he wasn't just here for a fleeting moment. He settled in. He helped kind of drive this team did, out of the championship. Did you see him there in a local chipping mat? Is that what it was? I mean, them orange chips. Orange chips. <laughs> is that how you welcomed him into the local? <laughs> But do you know what I mean? Like he's a family yeah. man. Yeah, he's, I get it, man. Yeah. He, he's he's been he's not he's not been that kind of guy that's been knocking on the door saying I want to move on to this club and that club. He's been there to wait for his situation. We thought he was saying goodbye last year. I don't think we ever expected to get well, this last extra two or year three out years, of him. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and look, there is still a potential that there is another year and maybe more out of him because who knows what can happen in that situation? It felt like a goodbye. Yeah, I just I just think. The club situation, as it is, is that it has to happen. Well, it, like it's got to. Like we have no choice. Just watching down in front of us here, all the ball boys that have been at the game. Traore shaking everybody's hand down here with the ball boys. Yeah, Adama Traore and Anna Price, I think it is, uh, posing with the ball boys. Nice touch. That is a nice touch. And it's selfies as well, there you go. So Ruben Neves leading the applause, and he's somewhere in front of the rest of his teammates who stopped to pick up their families and, and Wolves women and the support staff behind them. It's lovely to see Sasha Kalajic down there with them as well. Again, I got to sit down and chat to him this week. He's a lovely guy and obviously getting injured 45 minutes into his debut. Said that he is back out doing some work on the grass but it's still a long way back to potentially being able to play for him he just wants to feel a part of things I think that's a nice touch as well where the other players have let Neves just go out on his own with his family around the pitch he stands now in front of the south bank on the edge of the penalty area beating his heart and clapping with both arms raised above his head his children and wife in front of him 
and say whether he's saying goodbye or not. It's just been an, another incredible campaign from him. And he does deserve to be out there in front. The way he's played and led this team. Scored some wonderful goals again this season. Neves makes his way back round. Wolfie and Wendy are out there entertaining the youngsters. Three players coming behind Neves in Bubacar, Traore, Hugo Bueno and Louis Molden. Hugo Bueno's breakthrough year, Bubacar, Traore's first campaign with Wolves, Maximilian Kilman just behind them. Another good season from him, I know there's quite a few players who thought he could be a potential shout for player of the year. Nathan Collins just behind him, got back into the team today to get a few minutes, having started the season alongside Kilman and then lost his place to Craig Dawson who arrived with that added experience and nous that helped the team out at the key stage. I think he's been outstanding since he come, uh, Dawson. I think it's, it's good for the young lads in the club as well. Uh, experienced player, now messing around with him. And again, it's, I, I think that it does help the youngsters in the, in the squad. No matter if he's a defender, forward or midfielder, I just think the, his approach and the way that he's gone about it since he's come. And you can understand why they went for him and brought him to the club because say, he's, he, he's done really well. Julian Lopetegui just approaching and applauding and pointing to the fans in the Billy Wright. Raul Jimenez has just held back a bit behind the rest of his teammates and Wolves women as they make their way around in front of the South Bank. And looks like plenty of emotion from Jimenez as well. Frustrated not to get on today. Went down the tunnel for the final few minutes but re-emerged to have this moment. Mario Lamina getting applause as well. Now, well, he is settled in. Pablo Sarabia with his very much a newborn baby in arms, waving to the crowd. Mateus Cunha's loving life on the last player's round. His family are loving it as well, dancing <laughs> along to his song. Diego Costa's filming everything on his phone on the edge of the penalty area. Lovely moments at the end of a campaign that, let's be perfectly honest, not too many will live long and remember this one Wolves struggling like they haven't done so far in their return to the Premier League but having been in the mire, having been right at the depths of the bottom of the Premier League there's one of Mateus Cunha's kids kicks the ball into the back of the net having shown a good bit of trickery actually <laughs> and cheers from the crowd 
and say what, what will be the memories from this season? I, I think it's it's a great achievement being bottom of the league, going into the World Cup break, and getting themselves back into it because they. <laughs> It's unbelievable the way that they've got the cells out. Because everybody thought that that was it. That was it. Wolves are relegated. Wolves are not going to get the cells off it. And there aren't many teams that have done it. Got off the bottom of the the league at Christmas. Well, over Christmas. And it just shows you what kind of effort this has done has been. Lopetegui come in. They needed a change because so like we were going to go down with the way that things were going. So they needed something. And he's coming to the into the club and he's sorted it all out. Look. It's still not what we want to see, and I'm sure that it's still not what the club want to be, but at least you can see that they've got some fight, they've got some ability, a good pre-season, and this team can push on from next to next year. Yeah, for me, it's, we got out of jail. Um, I think new manager was key to, to that. Um, key timing. Uh, and he's done a magnificent job to get us out. I mean, as I keep saying, it, it's the Chelsea game for me. That was the the point where I think we stayed up, turned the corner. Yeah, really. yeah, stayed up. I think that was the the game. If it, if we'd have lost that game, then I don't know what we would have done. But um, I just think that that game was key. The change of formation, it, it was it was brilliant um, to. To switch it to that, to to find that that worked, uh, and we had success off the back of that formation, uh, and we went on, you know, unbeaten run at home. Um, and it's the home form that saved them. Yeah, 100%. That that run especially, but having picked up a couple of results at home earlier on in the campaign in key games against yeah. the likes of Southampton and Nottingham Forest. Um, you know, we, we go back to that period when Steve Davis was in charge. That win over Forest yeah. turns out to be crucial in the end. Well, you just look uh, at the two, some of us did. You just look at the two games that we haven't done well since the turn of the year. There's the Leeds game here, which we lost in the Bournemouth game. So they're probably the only two games that we haven't really got anything. Well, we didn't get anything out of it. And it just shows you that the home form is so important. And again, with all the fans here as well, it does help. It makes a difference. Um, I know it wasn't a great game today, but so you could hear these fans that were trying to get behind the team, they're trying to get the team to win the game. Unfortunately, we couldn't, but they've done that for all season here. They've got behind the teams and away games, but I'll say more so here because we've got the majority of the fans here in the home games, and it just shows you how much it takes from them to get us over the line. And they will have to learn lessons, won't they? We as a club have to learn lessons from what happened uh, you know we can we can all speculate as to as to what developed uh, I don't think it, it all goes down on on any one individual certainly Bruno Large obviously carries some of the responsibility and yet uh, it feels unfair to put it all on his shoulders the situation was the club had maybe drifted a bit and maybe took for granted the position they'd found themselves I in th I think so I think whether they knew or not the season the season what we've had this this season, they they didn't know we were going to be close to bottom of the league, uh, or even bottom of the league, um, and struggling to the point that we was. Uh, and I don't think they'll they'll want to be in that position again. So this this uh, pre-season, this off-season of recruitment is going to be huge for us. It's going to be absolutely massive, and 
the FIFA Fair Play regulations that are coming into play and the money we have to find, it's going to be hard. I'm not going to lie, it's, it's going to be hard. Matt Hobbs has got his hands full. Um, but, you know, again, the, the, I'm sure they'll put, the, they'll put the graft in to find those players that are, are fit for the manager. Yeah, just to kind of give some meat on the bones, really, of what Lee Naylor is talking about. It's, it's generally a sense of Wolves had to push the boat out in January and, and maybe do deals that um, stretch themselves financially in that sense. Because, they had to. Because, yeah, they had to go and get players in. So Pablo Sarabia, Mario Lamina, Dan Bentley, Craig Dawson... Um, you know they'd already been forced to bring in Diego Costa because whilst there wasn't a fee involved there is wages involved and you weren't anticipating needing to pay that player because you thought you had Sasha Kalajic for the season and and you kind of pushed yourself to try and do that at the end of the transfer window and Mateus Cunha's loan which we know is going to be turning to permanency and so that's taken out a big chunk of the next season's transfer budget and so you know you have to try and balance the books along the way that whilst there is investment from the owners it, it is never going to be just a an open checkbook a blank checkbook and and here you go the club has to have some kind of sustainability to it and and that's why we talk about Neves going there will be probably an awful lot of change to come here this summer but the point I guess a lot of people would make Lee Naylor is maybe this is a good time to do it with a new manager and with a squad that probably we would be honest needs a bit of a freshener yeah it needed it no, that, and, and that's the thing there comes a sell-by date, I'm afraid, to players. Uh, and I think, it, you know, it's come that time for, for a few here. And a few that, you know, some might want to move. You, you don't know what's going on in the dressing room. You don't know what's going on a player's mentality. You don't know what's going on in their lives to, uh, to know. Some might want to move on. Some might want to stay. The ones that are out of contract will move on. Uh, some that are still in contract that we can sell, that will, will, will go. And it's... And it's filling those voids with good players, young, hungry, good players that are that are ready for the Premier League, that we can add value to, um, and that's why I think recruitment this this summer is going to be the, possibly one of the most important seasons for Wolves. And we talk about um, as we see Raúl Jiménez uh, getting Sasha Kalajic to be his personal photographer down there I mean that's a, that's a good angle to come from that high um, I say you know, you've got you've got a player in Kalajic who at some point Chiquinho as well who we didn't get to see all season because of serious injuries yeah. you've got the likes of Ryan Giles and others who've been out and impressed again on loan who will come back and, and press their opportunities um, you know whilst there is a, obviously players to go from a, a senior level I don't think we should be fearful of what might be to come. There's a lot of players to come back, and and again, look, they're going to be disappointed with the, the season what they've had. But the main thing is that they stayed in the league, um, and they'll know that what they've got to do and what's expected of them for next year. And look, so like they brought in a few players in January because they needed to. We were desperate. We had to do something. The managers coming, but also as well, there'll be promises given to the manager when he's come that he'll be allowed to to go out and get some players or, well work with the market either going or staying so it's going to be important it's going to be a massive massive summer for for Wolves uh, with players going and coming back into the club uh, and that's the main thing yeah because if we're honest the squad felt unbalanced at the start of the season didn't it Tomo um, was still on his holidays when we went to Leeds on the opening day and I think we had one or two senior players on the bench amongst nine 
Um, you know, for a long part, she kind of thought, well, I don't really know who there is to put on. And then by the end of it, we finished the season with such an array of talent, not even seeing Jean Martino involved in these last couple of games. Uh, Johnny's not been back involved since his suspension. Um, you know, a lot of players, we haven't really mentioned Martino. I didn't see him back out there for the lap of honour or the lap of appreciation, which is a real shame yeah. um, that he's not been there. But I imagine he has his own reasons for not being part of it. Um, as far as the game itself went today, Wolves got themselves in front of Dama Traore with a wonderful run from penalty area to penalty area. He too got a kind of a bit of a send-off towards the end. He's out of contract. The suggestion is that there isn't going to be uh, another one to, to keep him here. He's obviously got plenty of suitors around European football. He showed today, Tomo, exactly why we've loved Adama Traore for these years because his ability to carry the ball and cause havoc was there on show, and that caused the goal for Huang. That, that's what he offers the team, so he, he drives your team up the field, and, and that's what he can do, because with his pace, there was nobody catching him, so like um, the, the Everton players were chasing after him, but they were never getting near him, and he was able to show that little bit of quality on his, his efforts and his shot as well, where the where Pickford's come, uh, hit it out and for Huang to score, but that's what he just offers this team. This is what he offers the... The club, it's, it's a shame it hasn't been on a, a consistent uh, route what he's done. But for me, so like he's, he's, a, he's an asset. He's an asset, but managers have tried to get the best they can out of him. Unfortunately, they haven't. And that's been like three or four managers here even. But he's just frustrating. He's just frustrating for what he's got. There's no doubt about the ability that he's got, the pace that he's got. But again, you saw a glimpse of it today and... You can see that the fans just get on their, their feet every time he's running with that ball and just shows you how excited he can make the game when, you, when you've got somebody like him. Oh, you was looking for me. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, look, I've, I've always... I'm an admirer... Uh, well, yeah, get my words out. Admirer of Fiore. I think he, he can cause all sorts of trouble. Um, and when he's 1v1... Yeah, there's, there's, there's this, there's no chance you you can defend it, um, and I think when he's when he's flying, when he's fit, when he's when he's playing games consistently, is that that's where I think his value is. Where we've seen the one season where him and uh, Jimenez and him just they had a partnership and they they were brilliant, um, and he never really had a run after that. I think he got injured and. And then he just lost his form a bit. Um, but when when he was playing consistently, he was he was awesome. And he, he you know he, he put fear in every single defender, every every squad that he came up against. They they were, I'm sure their team talks were about Adama Traore and how they could stop him. Um, Traore eventually went off as Wolves made a couple of changes. Actually brought on some strength to say Traore and Neves went off. We saw nine minutes being added on at the end. Uh, Everton threw everything they had, put extra players up top, and eventually Wolves succumbed, really. Dan Bentley, who had an interesting afternoon, a couple of corners where he got underneath the ball and ended up getting a bit of a shove and got three kicks. Eventually, kind of went for one, didn't quite make it, and Wolves were punished, really. Out, but then out of the goal, put back into the six-yard box, and Yeri Mina, the first one to it. Everton obviously celebrating madly. They'll feel at that point 
is a huge help to their aim to stay in the Premier League. How much gloss did it take off? The the, the day is an occasion, really. Yeah, look, it's always nice to finish off the uh, the campaign with a victory, especially at home. Um, and they'll feel like it was a loss today. So they'll feel like, because how long they scored and the amount of time they've had to hang on at times and defend set plays. And the majority of the time they did pretty well. And and just the keeper just got lost a little bit on that one one uh, cross and unfortunately got took, in, took out and the ball was allowed to come across. We had five players still around the box to do the defending. But they'll, they'll be upset by that. Another clean sheet it would have been. Another uh, home win. Um, and you feel disappointed for the fans a little bit as well. Would have been a 1-0 vi- yeah. win for Naila as well. Yeah. He did steal him, <laughs> not, steal him Mikey's. <laughs> yeah, he would have been. <laughs> St- like, like we've always said, a stop clock can be right twice, <laughs> twice a day. So uh, eventually it was going to happen at some point. And if you have to steal my predictions to give it's, yourself it's even, right, even a sniff. Do you know I'll what? You, I'll tell you what, mate. He was devastated. Did you see, he, yeah, did talk, he did talk for about 30 seconds. It, it stumped him, mate. That's what happened. It stumped him. Jimenez, uh, I think he's going to give some boots into the crowd. The youngsters who have remained down the bottom of the Billy Wright stand. Um, he's given one boot away. He's looking for a hand to give another boot away. And um, we'll head towards the top. Oh, he's got his partner... Daniela's going to hand him some more boots that are going to be given away. One lucky fan's got hold of one. And a shirt being given to another supporter there. That's a lovely touch. And now come to the other side with some boots. Don't want to take him on his summer holidays. These are all going to go into the crowd. I wouldn't throw it in there. Yeah, <laughs> Daniela was suggesting he turns and throws them <laughs> over his head. They're big old boots yeah. with one metal the, studs on. Yeah, one of the kids has got concussion. <laughs> there you go. Another boot being given out. Um, okay. Uh, Ruben Evers, player of the year. I think we all agree with that. Yep. Yep. Mateus Nunes, goal of the season. No doubt. Yep. <laughs> yeah, all agree with that. Yes. And uh, in the end, Wolves survive. We go to was Arsenal that, now. Was that including the women's as well? Did that have I know the women had their own goal this oh, season. Oh, was it? Because they yeah. had some goals in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tammy George scoring from near the yeah. centre yeah. circle. Was well, the I've seen a couple of theirs and I was like, oh. But. Was the women's goal of the season. Um, I say, final thought, going to Arsenal next week. Um, what type of team do you want to see put out? Uh, just a, a team that's going to go out there and try everything for these fans who are going to travel down there. It's going to be a great day. Um, but again, so look, I know Arsenal um, haven't won the league, but we can still go there and put on a performance. And uh, another thought, I'm sure this manager has got the mentality, and I'm sure the players have, that they go there and they owe it to the fans when, who are travelling down there to watch it to get a, a result and a performance. And hopefully, fingers crossed, that we can do that. Yeah, I mean, that's what you want, isn't it? When, when people pay to travel to watch you play you, you, you want to put a good performance on for them and uh, hopefully they do hopefully we can get some sort of result down there um, and leave everyone going home happy I'll do uh, Lee Nader thank you very much indeed that's you yeah. signing off for the season it's very, very emotional get you on very Wolves <laughs> Weekly before <laughs> the end of the campaign 
Um, uh, Tomo, you and I have to do it one more time this year. Look forward to it, Michael. Oh, I imagine Tomo will be two shades darker <laughs> with his tan. <laughs> if this weather stays like this, it will be. It will be, mate. It will be. It'll be out in the back garden, don't worry about that. <laughs> beyond, the, beyond them, fully, fully bronzed up. School fields, mate. <laughs> Get that sun cream on. <laughs> Break out, break out the uh, the shorts. Yeah, speed owl, mate. We're shorts every owls. day anyway. Not shorts, speed owls, mate. No, not speed owls, mate. <laughs> shorts, <laughs> sports shorts. Hang on, hang on. How much would it take in terms of donations to charity for you to wear speedos to Arsenal? <laughs> Could you? Never going to happen, mate. You get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell. <laughs> Thank you very much, boys. Great Thank to you very much, Michael. As ever, Lee Naylor and Andy Thompson. Thank you, as ever, for all of you who've listened. We'll do it one more time uh, next weekend at Arsenal.